Good morning, friends, and welcome to Fantastic Friday, as well as the 1st of March. So welcome into the new month with me, Rocky Stevenson, pastor of Benoni Bible Church, here on Let's Talk on Radio Pulpit. What an absolute privilege it is to be with you. I'm excited for where we're heading with Fantastic Friday. I've looked at so many of my favorite hymn writers with you. I've looked at a couple of martyrs. We've looked at a couple of other themes on the, on Fantastic Friday and um, just decided recently to do a 20-week essentials of prayer and that's what we're going to be starting with now on fantastic friday what an important subject prayer is and look forward to being with you in that regard also want to give you notice and um, give a a bit of an advert regarding our ministry leadership conference that's starting tomorrow that is only a day conference starting from eight o'clock at benoni bible church heading throughout the day we've got five sessions five wonderful teachers that are coming through we've got a breakaway session for the ladies where there's two sessions with that as well. So the Ministry Leadership Conference at Benoni Bible Church, 149 President Brandt Road, Rhinefield, Benoni. You are all welcome. You're welcome to come along to that. If you are going to come to that, please would you send me an email at pastor at benonibiblechurch.co.za so that I can put you on the registration form. also helps us with catering. There's no cost involved. We do take up a donation if anybody wants to donate towards the conference, but we budgeted for that as a local church. And what an absolute joy it is to be together and to also have the kind of speakers that are coming. One of my best friends, David McCrum, coming through from... Um, from America is one of the keynote speakers as well. And what an absolute joy it is to be part of the Ministry Leadership Conference. We also have that the next week, Saturday, in Durban as well as in Cape Town. So if you're in the Durban or Cape Town area, you're welcome to pull in for the Ministry Leadership Conference. We do that once a year, and we look forward to having that at Benoni Bible Church. So without further ado, I'm also going to be talking on the idea of the Holy Spirit and prayer. My fellow Elder Henny will be doing that as well at the Ministry Leadership Conference. He'll be doing that at the Benoni one. I'll be doing doing that at the Durban one, and he'll be doing it at the Cape Town one. And uh, that that's part of what got me thinking about the essentials of prayer. And so I've prepped uh, in, in the idea format the next 20 sessions on Fantastic Friday in spe- specifically dealing with prayer. And this is something that has become so important for us even at Benoni Bible Church. There's multiple ways that we pray as a congregation. We have corporate prayer as a church on a Wednesday night. Then our men get together at half past five to half past six to pray on a Friday morning. And then our ladies meet just before the Sunday morning service for prayer as well. And then in our evening service on the Lord's Day, we have a time of corporate prayer also. And so this has become so important for us as a local body. We've seen how the Lord in his mercy uses prayer, how through prayer we even um, move the hand of God amongst us. And so this is something that is near to our heart at Benoni Bible Church. And we'll also be sharing this with those that are on our prayer group as a local body. And part of that intention, even with Let's Talk, has been that of discipleship towards the local church and um, desiring to do what we do with Let's Talk in such a way that it can bless and be of a real benefit to Benoni Bible Church, but then also to anybody else that is listening. And so what a joy it is to then start this week with the 20 essential essentials of prayer or 20 sessions on the essentials of prayer. This is really the introduction to that. And so we're going to lay some of the, the groundwork as we explore what I believe will be an absolutely profound 
impact on all listeners involved with us in the next number of Let's Talks uh, for uh, Fantastic Friday. But picture this for a moment, a massive throne room echoing with the whispers of countless prayers throughout history. Prayer isn't confined to rituals. It's this dynamic conversation with our Creator. It's a sacred privilege, a divine dialogue that shapes our journey of faith. And as we embark on this series the next number of weeks, envisage the doors of the throne room that are open wide, inviting us into a space of connection with the Almighty God. That's what we're going to be looking at the next number of weeks. Why does prayer matter? Why is it so important? It's more than a religious routine. It's the very heartbeat of our relationship with God. So how's the heartbeat going? Is it, is it beating? Is it going well? This is the heartbeat of our relationship with God. It sustains our spiritual vitality, aligns us with the divine purposes of God, and ushers in sanctification as believers. The Bible is filled with stories of prayer that changed the course of history. It's by the prayers of the saints that the world has been shaped, that history has been shaped. From the desperate pleas of the psalmist to the bold intercessions of prophets and apostles, or even a man like Jonah in the belly of the whale, praying to God. Now, of course, some of you are distracted already and going, no, the book of Jonah says fish, doesn't say whale. So, yes, the Hebrew says fish, but I can't think of any sea creature big enough other than a whale to have swallowed Jonah. So don't get distracted by that. But there you have him, even praying there. Men have prayed, standing, sitting, before kings, in private, in public, in every form of ways. Behind every move of God in this world, you can trace the footsteps of prayer. Our foundation in is really the word of God when it comes to prayer. What is the biblical foundation for prayer? It can be no other than our Lord Jesus himself. Jesus, our Lord, is the very chief example of prayer. He often withdrew to commune with the Father. Now, even think about that for a moment. He is one with the Father, one with the Spirit, but yet he withdraws to pray. This was the very heartbeat of our Lord Jesus' ministry. He didn't just teach about prayer. He actually modeled it for us. There's something so mysterious and glorious about prayer. Even the Lord's Prayer, this sacred template that echoes throughout the ages, the early believers described in Acts 2 verse 42. If you go and look at Acts 2.42, it says this, And they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teachings, and to the fellowship, and to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers. This was their devotion. They devoted themselves to prayer. They recognized the centrality in the Christian walk. Our journey is anchored in the rich biblical legacy of prayer. I actually mentioned this to our people. We have something called the Family Fellowship at Benoni Bible Church. Once a month, usually the first Friday of the month, we get together. It's a glorious time of fellowship. Our, all the families in the church, young and old, everybody is invited. And sometimes we can be a, a whole lot of people. I mean, we can sometimes be over 80, 90 people on a Friday night getting together. And I mentioned to them when we were starting our Wednesday night corporate prayer, I said, if this was a corporate prayer meeting, would you be here? 
and it was meant as a means of challenge. Sometimes we get together so easily if there's something physical to eat. But what a glorious reality, that spiritual beauty of what prayer is. Would we get together if it was for corporate prayer? Many a times prayer has been sacrificed in modern Christianity, and we've forgotten the wonderful power of prayer, the marvelous reality that this moves the hand of God, that God has not only commanded us towards this, but this is an absolute privilege for you and for me. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a burdensome task. It's our direct line to the Creator, an opportunity to share our deepest concerns with the one who intimately knows us. Isn't that a glorious thought? Now, of course, corporate prayer is not not the only prayer that should be prayed. We should be praying people all the time. In all things, we should, we should not cease in praying. But the pattern of the Christian church, even in Acts 2, is that of being devoted together in a togetherness, in a corporate kind of a fashion, towards prayer. Hebrews 4 verse 16 says, Therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace in help to help in time of need. Dear one, are you needy? Are you needy of the mercy and the grace of God? Mercy is receiving that which you do not deserve. Grace is getting, is, is, or rather grace is getting what you did not deserve. And mercy is not getting what you did deserve. And this is where we are beckoned by God to draw near with confidence. And just think about that for a moment. We to come to the throne of grace. The throne room is open. And not only are we to come to the throne of grace, we don't come to that and we're not beckoned to come to that in a cowardice way, crawling in on our hands and on our knees. We're to come in with confidence. Why? Because it is the throne of grace. It is through what Jesus accomplished for us that we are able to draw near to the Father. We're able to call out Abba Father because of what Jesus has done for us. And so we come and we expect to receive mercy and to find grace in our to help us in our time of need. Which one of us on this earth is not needy of the grace and of the mercy of God? How much more, therefore, should we be praying and be in a praying people? Even one of the roles of the elder and the overseer is to be those that are focused on prayer and preaching. And prayer is mentioned before preaching. Like Spurgeon said, I'd rather teach one man to pray than ten men to preach. But how often, even in modern evangelicalism, have we made so much of preaching, so much of preachers, and very little of praying? We ought to be a praying people. That's when real preaching can happen. That's when real exposition of God's word has any efficacy, is because God chooses to work through the prayers of his people. We to approach the throne of grace with confidence. And as we pray, we stand in the presence of our heavenly Father, knowing that he hears and he cares. So, as we look ahead to the next 19-week expedition in prayer. Each session that I plan to craft these talks in, I plan to craft them in such a way as to deepen our understanding of prayer's intricacies. And then we'll explore the urgency of prayer, the transformation power of prayer and worship and the role of repentance. And we'll, we'll look at so much more. This isn't just 
a series, and I hope it won't just be a series that we look at in our time in Let's Talk and Fantastic Friday, but I pray that it will be this rich invitation for a deeper, vibrant prayer life for you and for me. And I encourage you to embrace this journey with an anticipation in your own heart that you'd look forward to our Fantastic Fridays so that you might be beckoned towards that open throne room that is there with Christ. So as we wrap up this introduction, I want you to consider this as a personal invitation to you as the listener. Whether you're new to prayer or even a seasoned intercessor. If you're new to pray, pray that God would teach you to pray. And God marvelously answers those prayers. There's always more to discover about the art as well as the heart of conversation with God. So join join me the next number of weeks in Fantastic Friday on this series. And together we'll cultivate, I pray, a prayer life that goes beyond routine. Let's con- let's let's cultivate a prayer life that sanctifies day by day us as those that are committed to our Lord Jesus Christ. So may the Lord bless you this fantastic Friday. I pray that you would get involved with your local church and that your local church would be a praying church. You see, if the local church is not a praying church, you know what it is then? It is simply a plain church. Don't be part of a plain church. Be part of a praying church and be be those that in your church family will be those that are found on your knees. May the Lord bless us even as we think through these concepts and may we be turned in our hearts towards the Lord. May I encourage you even now for a moment to take a brief moment of prayer before the Lord, entrusting your life to him and entrusting your local church to him and this coming Lord's Day as you plan to assemble with the saints. You see, that's what Christians do. Christians assemble together. They worship the Lord together. They pray together. May the Lord help us in this regard. Amen.